Hey everybody, welcome to Food and Flights. This is episode 15, Freaking Miss Michigan. Let's get ready for takeoff. Christmas holiday is coming up. We thought it would be a good idea to take you to the little Christmas town of Michigan, which is Frankenmuth. So for those of you who don't know, it's actually located in Saginaw County. It's in between the Thumb and Central Michigan. Uh, the Cass River, River actually runs through it. And the town itself is pretty much known for its famous restaurants, Christmas store, and the various festivals that happen throughout the year. So we decided to go here. Um, I think we've both been here before, yeah. Um, yeah. but for me, it was like a really long time ago. So this was kind of like, a it was kind of new. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, Frankenmuth itself is a, it's based off of like a German themed area. Um, and it just kind of brought like Christmas into, you know, the town itself. So you can actually do horse-drawn carriage rides all year round. It doesn't have to be Christmas. Um, that's kind of what they pride themselves on is like mm-hmm. Christmas all year. Yeah. So they have stores like um, Bronner's, which we'll talk about in a little bit, where it's, you know, a big Christmas store. They have, I think it's like 100,000 um, Christmas lights that actually are up all year round. Yeah. Very Christmas themed, even, you know, basically 365 days a year. So... We decided to go to the Bavarian Inn, or Xander's. Yeah. Do you want to talk a little bit about that, Shelby? Yeah, I also want to say that um, for many of you who listen to some of like the most popular music right now, the band Greta Van Fleet is from Frankenmuth, um, so that also kind of helped put Frankenmuth on the map. Um, I feel like if you're from Michigan, you've probably been to Frankenmuth at least once. It isn't like a um, like place you would vacation in necessarily. I think it's more of like a weekend destination. Yeah. Um, but if you're from Michigan, you've probably been from Frankenmuth. Um, if you're not from Michigan, you probably don't really know of it. It's not like a, it's not a town you pass through. It's kind of off the beaten path. I um, mean, it is in the middle of like nowhere. Like if you go outside of Frankenmuth, it's just like farmland and nothing else. Yeah, I will say if you're driving down like 75 though, you will see a ton of Frankenmuth signs or Bronner signs specifically. Yeah. Um, so it is, it's not right off the highway, but it's a pretty short drive off yeah, the highway. Yeah, right. It's an easy drive. I mean, it's not. Yeah. Okay, so like you said, we went to Zender's. Um, Zender's is known as being the America's largest family restaurant, um, which I did not know this. No. So it is one of the largest restaurants in the United States by size, um, and it was in the top 10 of largest restaurants in the 1980s. I think other restaurants have kind of surpassed it at this point. Yeah, and that's kind of crazy to me because, once again, when you're driving on the highway and you see all these Frankenmuth signs, um, Bavarian Inn is the one that comes up. Yeah, they like, don't they don't advertise Zenders as much as they do Bavarian Inn. No, there's like billboards everywhere that say like world yeah. famous chicken, and like, right. but I don't see anything about Zenders. Right. So, um, just some quick facts about about Zenders um, and some history. Um, The restaurant seats 1,500 people, uh, which from the outside of it doesn't look like it was. Like, not that it's, like, necessarily small, but it just doesn't look like it fit that many people. Well, I would say even on the inside. Like, when you walk in, I don't know what, how they, like, added, if they added additions onto this building or how that worked. I don't think they did. 
when you walk in, it's very sectioned off. It's mm-hmm. not open concept. It's not like when you walk inside of a restaurant and you see all the tables. There's like separate rooms. Yeah, like separate like little ballrooms almost. And they're almost like themed eat. differently. Like they yeah. still have the Christmas theme, but like where we ate, for example, it was all like gold and silver. Mm-hmm. Where if you went into the main dining room, that seemed more like greens, reds. Yes, it is green and red because I ate at that main dining room. Okay. But anyway, okay. So um, Zenders alone houses or employs 800 people. That's insane. Which is insane. But if you think about it, when we were sitting there last night eating dinner, the amount of people that like walked by us, like they had servers, they had busboys, like they legit had one guy who was just like vacuuming, like that was his job. Yeah, I would be interested to know like how many tables each of those girls get. Yeah. Because we had, and I say girls, I'm, they employ guys too, like, but yeah. um, our waitress was a girl and... A lot of the girls were coming in and out of the kitchen, and I kind of only saw them with, like, one table. Like, I yeah. never saw our waitress actually go to another table. I did see the waiter um, who was behind us. He had, I think, at least two tables, but I didn't actually see, like, the waiters and waitresses have more than, like, one or two tables. Yeah. We did go on a Friday night. Um, I mean, it is November, so it kind of is getting to be that christmas E season. Yeah. Um... So anyway, like we had mentioned, they're most famous for their family-style chicken dinners. Um, They're served with, you know, noodle soup, bread, mashed potatoes, dressing, buttered egg noodles, veggies, all the good stuff. I mean, very Thanksgiving. It is very Thanksgiving. It is very Thanksgiving. So a little bit of history about Zenders. Um, It was the building was originally built as the Exchange Hotel by Henry Rochelle in 1856. It was ran as a hotel for 20 years where it was operated and sold by many people. So I think when you go in the building, you can kind of see how it like would have been a hotel because when you walk in, like there's somebody to greet you, it kind of has that hotel vibe in a way. Yeah, it does. It reminds me of if you've ever been to like the Grand Hotel or anything like that. It's very like elegant. And when you walk in, you kind of don't know if you're like, okay, am I eating or am I like staying Staying. here? Yeah. (laughs) So in 1927, William Zender Sr. purchased the hotel and remodeled the building to resemble George Washington's home, Mount Vernon. Um, I've been to Mount Vernon in uh, Washington, D.C., and I I can't say I see the resemblance. I don't know if it's just because... I don't know. It's really weird. I even pulled up pictures of it side by side, and, like, I don't see the resemblance. But anyway, I'm sure that there is, like, some type of resemblance. It might be, too, like, the interior. Like, because we didn't really find anything that was, like, super specific as to how it resembled it. But maybe it was the inside. I know sometimes, like, or even, like, the way that... I don't know. I've been inside Mount Vernon, and I still just don't... Yeah, I don't know. Anyway. um, So the popularity of the hotel uh, grew after World War II. Um, in 1947, the business was turned over to Zender's children and became a corporation. And in the 1950s, the family bought the Fisher's Hotel located across the street and named it the Bavarian Inn. So, fun fact, if you are familiar with Frankenmuth or have been there, I always assumed that the Bavarian Inn was older than Zender's. Yeah, I would have thought that too. Actually, so when you actually brought up, because we were going to eat at the Bavarian Inn. We were going to eat the Bavarian Inn, yeah. Couldn't get reservations um, because it was kind of a last minute thing. And so we decided to make reservations at Zenders. And I didn't even know Zenders existed. Like, I've been to Frankenmuth before. I knew of the Bavarian Inn. I'd never eaten there. Um, But like I said, billboards everywhere, you know. So when you said, let's go to Zenders, I was like, oh, I don't know. Like, is this going to be like the same kind of vibe we were hoping for? Right. And it actually was. I was really surprised. Yeah. So um, the... 
Zender family basically visited Bavaria in Germany, and they liked it so much, so when they came home from their vacation, they decided to turn the Fisher's Hotel into, like, a little German-themed restaurant. So they redecorated, um, and they had a complete, like, grand reopening of their restaurant, um, and that's how we know Bavarian Inn today. So it's kind of interesting, because I know when we were researching this, and if you've grown up in Michigan, you know that... Frankenmuth is like a German little town. Yeah. I thought that like people from Germany had come and settled and they created this little like ethnic culture and that's why they had these restaurants. But more it was the restaurants that came first and then the culture after. Okay. So I did find out that Frankenmuth actually like part of its history like before all this happened was there was um, a couple groups of people from German descent who were trying to actually move to an area in Michigan that could kind of be like the Midwest, like, safe haven for German settlers. And so they ended up um, purchasing this land from the government. I think it was, like, 680, yeah, around that, uh, 680 acres Mm -hmm. from the government for only, like, $1,700. And their goal actually was to move and almost, like, convert the Native Americans over to, like, understand, like, German culture and religion and things like that and introduce, like, Jesus into, you know, the Native Americans' lives. And actually, the hunting grounds weren't very good. So, like, Native Americans were actually kind of, like, going away from the, like, Saginaw area in general. So, it didn't really work out. And I think after that, it kind of, like, the whole German idea, like, dwindled a little bit. But then this, like, totally brought it back and actually made it a tourist, you know, attraction for people who wanted to know more about, like, the German descent and things like that. Right. So, yeah, that's how we come and we know, you know, Frankenmuth, this German little town. Um, Bavarian Inn is definitely like a, like basically the cornerstone of Frankenmuth. Yeah. So in 1984, the restaurant separated ties. So they were owned by the Zender family um, and they became separate corporations with friendly family competition. So I think that just means it's owned by the same like family, but it's different corporations. So they yeah. operate differently. Um So, Zenders also grew just a little bit more than just being a restaurant. In the 1970s, they added a downstairs portion that houses a bakery, a gift shop. You can get all sorts of baked goods there, including noodles, spices, breads, cheese spreads, homemade chocolates, and other seasonal goodies. Fun fact, when Josh and I I got engaged, um, his grandmother ordered us a cake from Zenders, and it was super good. I don't know if they still do custom order cakes. I tried looking on their website, but I couldn't find anything. Um... And you haven't been to the downstairs portion, have you? I haven't. I was okay. kind of hoping we could have went when we um, were there, but unfortunately we did go kind of late. Of time, yeah. Yeah, so we couldn't go down there, but I didn't even know they had any of that, so I thought that was kind of cool to actually know it was more than just yeah. a restaurant. Yeah. So, okay, on top of the downstairs portion, which I believe they call Zender's Marketplace, Zender's also owns and operates a water park with an attached hotel. Um, it's located right down the road from the Zender's restaurant, um, and it's right by Bronner's. I've been to the water park a long, long time ago. Um, I think they've added on since I've been there. Uh, it's it's pretty decent. It was kind of small when I was there, so it might be a little bit bigger. Um, but it was okay. I think it was kind of cool to, you know, go to a water park after visiting, like, the Christmas store yeah. and all that stuff. It wasn't... The water park was not Christmas-themed at all. Um, okay. It was more of, like outdoorsy like bugs and nature themed like Great Wolf Lodge it was yeah kind of like Great Wolf Lodge yeah um it was a bit smaller than Great Wolf Lodge but 
It was cool. Yeah, it's not right downtown either where all the, like Shelby was saying, it's more by Bronner's. Yeah. Um, it's not right downtown where, like, the Zander, Xander's restaurant is or, um, you know, where all the lights and things are. It is kind of off a little bit. But, I mean, it looked pretty big when we passed by it. Yeah, I think that second portion in the back was definitely an addition because I don't remember that being there. But then again, the last time I was at that water park had to have been, like, gosh, I don't even know, 2006. Yeah. So I'm sure they've added on. They, I'm sure they make a ton of money. Yeah, it kind of gives you more of a reason, too, to actually go to Frankenmuth and, like, spend a whole weekend there instead of just the day. Because, you know, if you spend the whole day there... There's a lot of stuff to do in Frankenmuth, but, like, especially with children, like, there's not that much to, like, you know, you, you need something else to, like, keep you there, keep you entertained, and I think, like, a water park kind of kind of helps with that. So, yeah. Kind of going over, though, to, like, the Bavarian Inn, um, once again, we didn't eat there, but uh, it is very famous, very popular. It's another area where you can get the same type of, like, home-cooked meals that we're going to be talking about. But the Bavarian Inn Lodge is actually a hotel located on the property behind the restaurant. So they also have a lodge as well as their restaurant. And it actually opened in five different phases. So the restaurant and the lodge are German themed. So that is kind of, you know, cool. It houses an indoor water park, mini golf, arcade, and gift shop. And there's also two lounges and two restaurants in the lodge. So there's a lot to do there, um, especially with kids. Essentially, it serves the same chicken, the all-you-can-eat style that um, Zenders serves. Their menu kind of focuses more on, like, German-based dishes and beer, which is kind of interesting because Frankenmuth, with it being so um, German, you know, related, they actually have a lot of, like, German festivals as well and, like, beer festivals, which I think is... Yeah, they have an Oktoberfest. Yeah, which I think is yeah. pretty cool. So that's just kind of a little bit about the Bavarian and Lodge. Shelby, you've ate at the restaurant before right yes i've ate there i think once or twice actually the first time i've ever been to like frankenmuth i ate at bavarian inn um so i didn't eat until didn't eat at zenders up until maybe like 2016 um okay. because once again like when you think of frankenmuth you think of bavarian inn you don't always think of zenders yeah um and it was very much like what we had last night i mean you get the chicken you get the mashed potatoes um, every time I've ever been to one of these restaurants, I get that all you can eat. I don't order just like a different dish. Okay. I think it would be interesting to go there and order like a, not the buffet style, but like the, um, like a separate dish, you know? Right. But yeah, really not a whole lot different. However, like the ambiance in Bavarian Inn versus Zenders is a lot different. Zenders, like you said, it's a little bit more like classy, not as much decoration. I would um, say... What my impression of it was like just very Christmassy. Yeah, it was like, and it was, and it's, I think truthfully too, it's more like classy. Like they have, like everything is kind of painted white on the outside. There's like lights where Bavarian Inn is very German. Like I, I feel like I'm in a castle when I go to Bavarian Inn. Okay. Like, and they have, um, like German figures on the wall and people are dressed up in like German style clothing. Yeah. And, yeah, so it, it is different. They are different restaurants, but they essentially serve, like, the same all-you-can-eat chicken. Yeah. Um, but like you said, Bavarian Inn has more, like, German-style dishes and German beer, which Zenders does not have. Okay, well, and like you said, too, you don't always have to order the, like, all-you-can-eat, which we'll get into right. that in a minute. But if you wanted, if you were there for a weekend and you wanted to try both, you could do the all-you-can-eat at one and then actually just order food at another. Right. If you really wanted to see yeah. the difference between the yeah. two. And I will say, too, um, both of them do, like, Thanksgiving and Christmas dinner specials. 
Okay. So that's kind of cool too. Like if you live in the area or you want to take like Christmas dinner or, you know, Thanksgiving dinner home or something, they do stuff like that. They do have a lunch menu. It does not include the all-you-can-eat chicken. So mm-hmm. that's good to know if you want to go. Definitely, if you want to get that all-you-can-eat chicken, it's like a dinner time thing. Yeah. Um, and because of the pandemic, they do now do like to-go orders or ordering online. Um, and because this is such a popular place, especially around the holiday time, I 100% recommend um, making reservations online. Yeah. You can do it through Open Table on their website. Um, and you can even see like available times in the future. And because I had to do that because we actually wanted to go on a Saturday, but they were so booked that we had to do a Friday night, which is fine. Um, But definitely book ahead and, um, like, know the time that you want to go. Because if you don't book ahead, you could potentially be waiting, like, hour, two hours just to get a table. Right. So then, like, the next really big attraction, going away from the food for a minute, that Frankenmuth has is Bronner's Christmas Wonderland. Um. So this is a year-round Christmas store. It's open 361 days a year, and the building itself is 7.3 acres in size with the grounds on it of 27 acres, which I think is crazy. I mean, I went to Bronner's when I was younger. I don't remember it probably as much as I'm hoping, Yeah. but like for it to be 7.35 acres was just kind of insane to me. Yeah. Um, the parking lot can actually accommodate 1,080 cars and um, 50 buses. Yeah. So I don't know about you, like the bus thing, do you know where that like comes into play? Like, is that like school buses? Like school I think trips, it's, yeah, or... I think it's like charter buses, like uh, tour buses or whatever. Although every time I've ever been there, the parking lot has not been that full. I mean, there's always space. Okay. Like, yeah. no matter, like, if you go there on the day before Christmas or, like, the middle of the summer, um, the parking lot is huge. Well, I just know, like, you grew up closer to Frankenmuth than I did, so I'm like, yeah. okay, is, like, class field trips, like, a thing? Or I, I, yeah, so is one this, of the... like, charter busing? Yeah. What you is, know, I'm not what sure. Yeah, Why I buses? don't, I don't know. Um, I definitely went on a field trip there. I was, when I was in middle school, so I'm oh, sure okay. that it, like, um, it was for my, my choir group. It wasn't, like, the school. Mm-hmm. But I'm sure that there are, because truthfully, growing up in Michigan, there's not a whole lot of places that you can, like, take a field trip to. Yeah. Um, so I feel like if you're below, like, the Central Michigan line, going to Frankenmuth is probably, like, a doable class field trip. Um, but I'm sure maybe they have, like, tours out of Detroit or something, or tours out of Lansing. I don't really know. Okay. Um, but, yeah, they, 50 buses, so... If 50 schools wanted to take kids on a field trip on that specific day, they could accommodate. Yeah. So it was founded in 1945 by Wally Bronner and is visited by over 2 million people a year with the weekend after Thanksgiving being the busiest. So if you do want to go, maybe going in the weekend after Thanksgiving is not a good idea. But they sell everything, including Christmas trees, Christmas lights, nativity scenes, decorations, collections. I know um, they have like a whole section of do you know those like porcelain like yeah dolls? they're called um what are those called? oh my, my gosh. grandma has so many of them i know what you're talking about i had like a bible book that like had all of like had, it's like something people isn't it i don't remember but anyway they have like a whole section and it just i don't know it just reminds me of christmas yeah well also so when i was like doing some research on bronner's Bronner's is um, licensed to sell Christmas themed of those figurines, and they're like one of the only places who can sell oh, no those kidding. types of yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Okay. So Bronner's, um, I want to tell a funny story. So when I was in Alaska over the summer, um, Alaska has a place called the North Pole, mm-hmm. and um, you know they have it. It's kind of Christmas themed a little bit, and they have a Christmas store there. 
Okay. And um, we went to it. It's a lot smaller than Bronner's, obviously. Okay. Because Bronner's is huge. Yeah. I mean, when you go there, you go there for the day. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, it's not like a quick, yeah. like, 30-minute trip. Like, it's... Like, I know that they have... Like, it's pretty interactive. Mm-hmm. They have, like... um. I don't want to say it's like a movie theater, but they have like a little place where you can watch a show of like how Browner was was built, the history of it. Yeah. Um. They, they have like where you can do customized ornaments. And yes, stuff. they have like, customized ornaments. They you ha- like drop it off, walk around, and then you come back and pick. it Or up. they can ship it to your house. Yeah. So um, yeah, they have quite a bit there. Um, and it definitely is like a t- like a place you go and spend like a day, two days. It reminds um, me of, um, you know, Elf with Will Ferrell. Yeah. He's like, Santa. Yeah. Like, it reminds me of that, like, in the sense of, like, it's just Christmas overload. Like, it, it really is Christmas everywhere. overload. Yeah. So, when I went to this Christmas uh, store in Alaska in the North Pole, um, I was very, 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 very disappointed <laughs> because it was probably the size of, like, I don't know, um, like a bigger gas station. Um, oh, that's so disappointing. Yeah, it really wasn't that big at all. Um... I mean, not like 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 Bucky's in Texas, okay, kind yeah, of. Yeah. It was kind of like that, um, but they like they had like Santa Claus and Mrs. Claus you could take pictures with or whatever. But I was like, these people think that they are really capitalizing on the fact that they live <laughs> in the North Pole. And let me tell you something, they're not because if you come to Frankenmuth, Michigan, and you go to this Christmas store, you'll realize that the Christmas capital of the world is in fact not the North Pole of Alaska, <laughs> and it's Frankenmuth, Michigan. So I was, me and Josh just got a really good laugh out of it because we were like, okay, Bronner's is seriously like football fields of just Christmas stuff <laughs> and like we are not in the North Pole. So that was just, it was just funny. Have you ever been to Christmas, Michigan, like up in the UP? I haven't. So like if you go to Marquette, you pass through Christmas, Michigan and yeah. I've never stopped. I know there's like a casino there and then there's like this really like oh, you know what? giant Santa Claus. Yeah, because I've been to Marquette yeah. and like, yeah, we've passed through it. Yeah, yeah, but I've never stopped there. I don't know if they have any Christmas themed shops. Um, I don't they know had why a, they um, wouldn't. They had a Christmas themed casino. I remember. Right. Yeah, yeah they had the Santa casino, Claus, but I don't know if they have any shops. Um, so they definitely don't capitalize as much as Frankenmuth does either. Um, fun fact though, uh, Shelby, I don't think you know this, but my mom, as if you've listened to previous episodes, my parents own a restaurant and my mom goes all out for Halloween and Christmas and like, it's like in a good way. Like it doesn't look tacky mm-hmm. or anything like that. And like her Christmas decorations look so pretty. She has never been to Bronner's. <gasps> yeah. Your mom has never been to my Bronner's? My mom has never been to Bronner's. She gets like, I mean, she'll get like kind of whenever she like sees really like cute, big, like Christmas decorations yeah. like at Lowe's or like wherever, like she'll pick them up. But she's never been to Bronner's before, and I don't know. That just seems like a sin because, yeah. <laughs> like, the lodge has so many cool like decorations and stuff. And she's not one of them are from Bronner's. She's never been there, so probably need to take my mom to Bronner's so yeah. she can update a little yeah. bit on some of the um, Lewiston Lodge. You can Christmas shop Bronner's online. You, you can. I mean, not everything is going to be on there, but you can. Yeah, and it's, you just don't get that magical Christmas you don't. feeling. Yeah, like, I feel like when you're you know, did you ever have, like, your parents or your grandparents, they would have those Christmas catalogs. Yep. And it'd be, like, pick out your Christmas yeah. ornament or, like, pick out a stocking. And, like, when you're, like, flipping through all these, like, catalogs and, I don't know, it's just, like, Christmas overload. You know, everything's, like, staged to look like the perfect Christmas scene. And Bronner's is like that. It's, like, the perfect Christmas scene, like, in a store. And it's so much fun. Like, I don't know, when I was little, I used to love flipping through those catalogs. But, like, to actually walk into a store 
and see it is just like really cool. Uh, yeah, so I went to Bronner's when I was younger. Um, we, like I said, they do personalized um, ornaments. So I believe we went and did that. We dropped off the ornament that we wanted. They personalized it. We got to walk around the store a little bit more. And the one thing that left like a super big lasting impression on me, which don't ask me why, mm-hmm. but I thought it was the coolest thing ever. They had upside down Christmas trees, like fake yeah. ones that like, you know, hang from the ceiling. And yeah. I had never seen them before ever. And I remember looking at them and I was like, it's like the TikTok, like, you're coming home with me. Like, <laughs> I was obsessed. Like, I don't know okay, why. Okay, I found the name of the, like, collectible line that we were talking about. Okay, Precious Moments. Yes. Yes. Yes, they have a whole set of them. Yes. Like a whole section. Yeah, so Bronner's can sell specific Christmas Precious Moments collectibles that I don't think you can get other places. So if anybody you know is really into that, this is the place this to go. This is the place to go. Um, back to the upside down Christmas trees though. Like I thought they were the coolest things ever. And this was the phase in my life where I was like, mom, I want to paint my walls three, four (laughs) different colors, bright neon. (laughs) And she let me do it. Okay. Can we talk about that for a second? Because I also had a bright green neon room with pink and purple polka dots. So mine was like bright green, yellow, red, and orange. And then I had like, I was really into like rock band and stuff. So I had like neon, like, and I play the guitar so I had like neon guitar signs everywhere and like very like I, I'm convinced everybody in our generation had the same yes, exact yeah, experience yes exactly I'm pretty sure Cameron's sisters also had like they had like a green and purple room yep, and yep. yeah so it was around that phase and so when I saw this upside down Christmas tree with a bunch of different colored like bulbs on it I was like I have to have one of these so I remember I don't remember how much they were, but I remember checking the price and then I literally was trying to save up to get an upside down Christmas tree in my bedroom. Like not for that year, but like I was like next year, like this is going to happen. I'm going to have an upside down Christmas tree in my room. Wow. Never happened. Phase died. (laughs) But like that is like the lasting impression that I have from my Bronner's experience. Um, It's been a while. So now I definitely need to go back. Unfortunately, we didn't have time. Um, to go there this time around but I definitely think during before Christmas I am going to go back and check out Bronner's again. Yeah um just some other facts so we were talking about how many like lights and displays that they have in Bronner's. The Bronner's electric bill averages a thousand two hundred and fifty dollars per day. That's insane. That's their electric bill. That's crazy. That is crazy like I cannot believe like that that's just even hard to fathom but that's just how many lights they use. I mean even outside um, they have Christmas Lane, which is Bronner's own, like, basically lane that you can drive. It's a half mile long. And they have, like, all of those, like, like figurines and light-up things outside. Yeah, and um, it's open year-round. Yeah, and it's open year-round. So, so, I mean, that obviously probably takes a lot of electricity. I think it's funny because, like, we went last month, you know, we talked about going to the town where, like, Halloween is every single day because it's Salem, and now we're, like, here's the town where Christmas is every single day. Yeah, although Frankenmuth is definitely not as popular as Salem, but, like, we just need to have a movie filmed in Frankenmuth, which kind of surprises me because it really is picturesque. Like, when you are on the main road, I don't know what that road is that, like, uh, Zenders and Varian is on, there's a ton of cute little shops down that road. I mean... The last time that I went, I mean, a while ago, we walked the shops and they have like a little cheese house yeah. restaurant. Um, there's even like more of like, I think it's called the town shop place um, shops or something. I don't know. 
There's a really good um, cupcake place. They were on Cupcake Wars or whatever it's called. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, and, like, Time Magazine has recognized Frankenmuth. Mm-hmm. Um, when you actually drive in, it says, um, you know, welcome in German and then goodbye in German. Like, yeah. it's very... I'm surprised they haven't made a movie there, especially because it's like that all the time. It even is without like snow, time. like right. the production cost doesn't have to even be that high because right. it's just already there. <laughs> yeah, so um we're predicting it now. Somebody needs to film a movie in Frank and Muth and give us credits for the idea because like I feel like exactly. that's the idea. Exactly. Okay, so those are our experiences at Browners. Um let's talk about our dinner. Yeah. Okay. The whole reason for the podcast. So <laughs> your this was your first dinner at Zenders. Yes. And like I said I knew nothing about this. Mm-hmm. I thought we were going to go to the Bavarian Inn. Yeah, but we couldn't get a table. Yep. I knew it was famous for its, like, chicken, all-you-can-eat dinner. Um, I honestly had no idea what to expect out of the Bavarian Inn. Yeah. And then when you were like, okay, well, we're going to go to Zender's instead, I was like, oh, that really bums me out. But now I'm kind of happy that we went to Zender's instead of the Bavarian Inn because yeah. after knowing the history and mm-hmm. how it was there first, I just think it's kind of cool. But yeah, no, I'd never been there before. I honestly had no idea what to expect. So yeah, we get there and I thought the inside was like, it was so cute. It was very Christmassy, very elegant. It, it reminded elegant. me of like, it, it kind of reminded me of the Grand Hotel on Mackinac Island yeah. like where you walk in and it's just like, you feel like you kind of went back in time or like, this sounds kind of like weird, but like in Titanic, like mm-hmm. when you walk into like where they're like eating it had that feel. Okay, that's a good comparison. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. So for those of you who haven't been to the Grand Hotel, then you'll know what I'm talking about. But the movie Titanic, when they're eating, like, that's what it reminded me of. Yeah. It was just very, like, elegant, classy. I'm glad I was dressed up a little bit. Um, yeah. Also, too, I want to say um, they do accommodate bigger families, so, because yeah. it's, like, if you take, I mean, when we were waiting for our, like, name to be called for our table, there was a family of probably, like, 15 or 20 people next yeah. to us waiting to get their uh, table. Um, because you do sit in, like, family style. Like, it's at, like, a nice little round table, or you can get a long table. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is a good place if you want to take, like, many people to eat, because they accommodate that. Right. Yeah. And you also, you don't have to be dressed up to go here. I mean, there were... No, people were in their pajamas. <laughs> yeah. There, there were people in pajamas, but I was glad I was dressed yeah. up, so... <laughs> yeah. Okay, so our first, they kind of, they do it in, like, buffet family style. Um, so our first serving was white bread, fruit bread, butter and jam, coleslaw, cottage cheese, cran apple relish, garlic bread with cheese spread, and chicken liver pat, as well as noodle soup. Right, so I did not expect to get all of this right away. I kind of, first, okay. I love that we, like, went and you've never been here, so I can get, like, a first time encounter. Oh, yeah, Because okay. I full-on knew what to expect. Oh, yeah, no, I had no idea. So, okay, we sit down, and, like, Shelby didn't even look at the menu, and I was like, okay, what are we doing? Like, I thought we had, <laughs> I thought we had to, like, order from this place, you yeah. know, and, You like, just tell them you want the all-you-can-eat chicken, they're like, yep, got it, be right back. <laughs> yeah, like, well, first off, okay, this girl comes up, and she's, like, dressed in, like, it's definitely, like, German attire, but, like, I thought it it's felt It's not more... as, like, Germany as Bavarian Anna would dress up as. Yeah, and I do yeah. understand that. But they're in, like, cute little dresses and whatever. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, she walks up, and I'm like, okay, cute. Like, this place is, like, really, like, on theme. It is and, on theme. You know. And then Shelby just kind of, like, took the menu and was like, yeah, we're going to do the all-you-can-eat. And I'm like, oh, okay. Like, <laughs> I'm totally down, but, like, I didn't know, like, it was all-you-can-eat. So I'm thinking it's, like, a buffet, right? Like, you get up. Yeah. And you, like, go to a buffet. So I'm, like, looking around, and I'm, like, where is this buffet? Like, 
So I'm thinking, you know, we were kind of in like a back room. So I was like, maybe we have to go to the main dining room. Like, this is weird. I don't know. And we just kind of sat there for a minute. And I'm like, no, I think she's like going to bring us this food. So when she brings out the first round, which is what Shelby was saying, it was a lot more than I thought was going to come out the first round. Like, I thought it was going to be not like... I didn't expect to get soup right away. I thought it'd be, like, bread. Um, yeah, like, you know, when you go to a restaurant like Texas Roadhouse or, like, Olive Garden, you get, like, breadsticks or, like, bread or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I know. So she, like, had that, and then there was, like, all these cold dishes, like the, you know, the coleslaw mm-hmm. and um, uh, cottage cheese and all that. And then she brought out, like, the soup at the same time, and, like, I was on, like, overload. Like, I'm like, okay, what do I eat first? Probably have to eat the soup so it doesn't get cold, like... Yeah, and then it was like, okay, how much time do I have to stuff this down my throat? <laughs> I know before, before they bring out the next round comes yeah. out. Like I well, was getting scared. I was wondering that too, but I think they just really monitor your table. Like if they yeah. see that you're like slowing down, they're like, all right, they're ready for round two. Yeah, like, I, I don't agree. Think they, I think like, they did a really good job yeah. with that. So yeah, um, it came out the chicken noodle. I like soup, so the chicken noodle soup I thought was really good. I don't. Know I you... love their noodle soup. Okay. Yeah. There we go. Love it. <laughs> That's Shelby's review. <laughs> Um, I was looking forward to it. That and the garlic bread with the cheese bread. (laughs) Oh, okay. Their garlic bread is like a crouton. Like it's like a tougher. Yeah. Um, and the cheese spread is so good. I don't ever try the, I've tried the chicken liver spread or whatever once. Not a fan. Um, but I've, I've loved the cheese bread or the garlic bread and the cheese spread so much that you can go down to the Zenders marketplace, which is on the lower floor. And you can literally buy the garlic bread and the cheese spread to take home. Yeah, which I think that's cool. I liked it too. Um, I did try everything. And the chicken liver, that that reminded me of liverwurst. Yeah. I mean, I remember when my grandma used to have like the um, the liverwurst sandwiches and you'd like cut the slices yeah. out of the like yeah. tube. Uh, that's what it reminded me of, except it was like a spread. Um, so I mean, I had a little bit of it, but I'm not like the hugest fan of it. So I kind of just stuck with the cheese. But, yeah, I thought that was really good. I actually thought their coleslaw was, like... Their coleslaw was really good. Really good. Like, it had that... It didn't have that super, like, potent, tangy taste. It was... It seemed more homemade, uh, which I thought was really nice. Yeah. Um, I will say, so before when I have went, I don't remember getting the cran apple relish. So, I don't know if that's new or I didn't try it before. I did try it this time, and it was very, like, zingy. Yeah. Like, it tasted like cranberry Sprite to me. Yeah, you did say that. It also, like, have you ever had, like, cranberries, like, actual cranberries, not, like, cranberry yeah. juice? Yeah. It reminded me of eating cranberries. Yeah. Like, it kind of pops in your mouth. Um, It just has that taste. Like, I love cranberry juice, like, even pure yeah. cranberry juice. But I'm not the biggest fan of just, like, mowing down on cranberries. I don't yeah. like cranberry sauce. Like, for Thanksgiving, I never yeah. eat that. I will say I liked this better than cranberry sauce, but... I, I don't know. I'm not a big cranberry um, person when it yeah. comes to not drinking it. <laughs> right. Um, I also remember there being three types of bread. So we were only served two types of bread, white bread and fruit bread. I didn't even try the fruit bread. Did you? Yeah, I had a little bite of it. I don't really like fruit bread that much. I don't either. So I stuck with the white. Yeah. Um, but I put butter and jam on the white bread and it was really good. It is homemade there. You can also buy it in the lower level, yeah. um, the bread and stuff. And they yeah, also have good. other types of bread in the lower level, like garlic bread, um, cinnamon bread, all that good stuff. Yeah. So I definitely had to pace myself with this first one because I inhaled the garlic bread um, and the noodle soup and I was like, okay, like I know the next meals or the next phase of our meal is going to be rather large. Like I just need a break. 
Um, so then she, like, she left some of the stuff at our table for us to continue munching on, yeah. but took some of the other stuff away, and then brought out uh, the main course, which is mashed potatoes, chicken, mother's dressing, which is stuffing, uh, buttered egg noodles, gravy, and baked Hubbard squash, a.k.a. butternut squash, which I don't remember ever getting before. Yeah, you said that when we got that. Um, it did say online that we were supposed to get sweet potatoes, too, yeah, which we, we didn't sweet get sweet potatoes. I wonder if they do, like, just what's in season. Maybe. Because the last time I ate at Zender's was April of 2019, and I don't remember getting butternut squash, but that might have been because it just wasn't in season. Okay. I also read online, too, that you can add for, like, $5, like, a French onion soup. Yeah. Um, which is great for my husband to know because he loves French onion yeah. soup. So that's good to know for the future. Yeah, you can add another entree, too, I believe, for, like, a couple extra bucks per person. Yeah, but this is definitely... Right, well, yeah. This is definitely, definitely worth come the hungry. money. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, so what do you think of, like, everything? So, yeah, I love their chicken. Um, I will say it's not like a fried, it, it, it is a fried chicken, but it's not like fried chicken you'd get from like Kentucky Fried Chicken. Yeah. It's more of just like it's lightly, light. it's lightly breaded. Yeah. Um, the seasonings that they do use to season it are also available in Zender's Marketplace. So if you want to like recreate their chicken, it's available for purchase. Um, it is like a more of a saltier chicken, I would say. Um, but it's really good. I had two pieces. The mashed potatoes and gravy were amazing. I love the stuffing. I mean, these this is all comfort food. Um, and I, I just, how do you hate comfort food? It was so good. Yeah. I um, I also remember the egg noodles not being, like, like a, they were more of like a fettuccine noodle in a way. Yeah, they were. I remember them being like an actual egg noodle. So I think that they okay. may have changed that up. Once again, I'm sure COVID has maybe affected their availability to get items and how they have to serve things. So the maybe one, that was... Yeah, the one thing I'll say about the noodles that kind of, like, disappointed me was um, I thought they were really good, but when you scooped them onto your plate, did you notice there was, like, a lot of water at the bottom? I didn't yeah, like that. There was a little bit of water, and also um, they, they put a lot of... Like, I remember them last time being more, like, buttered. They yeah. were a little bit dry, and they had... They put heavy breadcrumbs on the top yeah. of it, um, which I don't remember that either. I remember them being more of an egg noodle and a little bit more buttery. So I think they yeah, changed really taste... that. Butter, yeah, like, but yeah. I mean they were good, but yeah, I just I didn't like the amount of water that was in the bottom of the dish. Yeah, um, I did like the squash. I didn't try the squash. The squash was good. I liked it. I'm kind of glad we got that instead of sweet potato yeah. because when you have sweet potato and mashed potato, it's just a lot of potatoes, a lot of potato, 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 you know. <laughs> so like I didn't really want sweet potato. Mm. The squash was good for me. Um, I'm trying to think. The, okay, so first impressions of this, I'm going to call it stuffing because I know it's called dressing, yeah. but I don't. Yeah, so first impressions, it looks like cat vomit. Um, yeah, that's what I was It didn't look thinking. like the stuffing you get from the store. No. But, I mean, I love stuffing, so I didn't even care. It was, I loved it. So I don't know what And kind I of don't like, like a dry stuffing. Like yeah. I like, like a more of a creamier stuffing. Okay, I agree with that. Um, there is, I don't remember what family member makes it. I don't know. The, Maybe, yeah, I don't know what family member makes it, but there's somebody stuffing that I really don't care for. I can't remember who's <laughs> Call them out now, Allison. No, I don't. I don't remember whose it is. So I'll remember during Thanksgiving. Okay. But um, TBD, everybody. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, like, there's certain stuffings that I don't like. And so when I saw this, I was like, oh, this is not going to be, I'm not going to like this. But we're here. I have to try it. Um, like Shelby said, it does look like cat vomit. But I tried it, and it was actually really good. Good. Yeah. 
Um, so fun fact, this is all you can eat. So if, if you and I were to have eat every single thing on our plate, or if we ate, like if we ate all the noodles, they will bring you more noodles. Um, oh, okay. I didn't yeah. know that. See, Shelby and I are just two wee lads over here. <laughs> our waitress literally was like, came and looked and was like, um, you guys haven't ate this yet? And we're like, we are full. Like, can we get to-go boxes? Okay, yeah. So, so we never had that opportunity no, to get yeah. more. But like when I've, like I've been with, um, like Josh's stepmom's, stepmom's family because they go all the time. Okay. Um, and I, I've been with other people and like we have eight in like all of the, because it doesn't matter like if you and I and somebody else, they're all just going to give us like one dish of chicken, right, one dish okay. of mashed potatoes. Okay. And so if you have like five people, that's going to go pretty quickly. Yeah. So they're going to bring more out. Um, but because you and I, obviously, we're not going to eat, like, 10 pieces of chicken and a whole entire gallon of mashed potatoes, we were able to take that home. Right. So you can only Which take... Which I was surprised. I didn't think they would well, let you take you home you can stuff. only take things home on your first serving. So if we were to finish all oh. of the mashed potatoes and we would get, like, a second serving of mashed potatoes, we can't take that home. I don't know how stringent they are on that policy, yeah. but, like, that's been my experience. Okay, um, that's interesting to know because I thought that. I was like, okay... How do they, and I always feel like, that, like, normally buffets, you just can't, well, this right. wasn't a buffet, yeah. but normally at buffets, you can't take things home. And so I was like, how are they going to do this? So I didn't even ask for boxes. And then the waitress was like, do you want boxes? And I'm like, yeah, I guess if it's yeah. allowed. So that's good to know um, because I was curious how that even worked. Yeah, for sure. So we were able to take some stuff home. Um, there wasn't like a ton left over. We did put a okay dent in the food, but um yeah, you can definitely, there's probably definitely going to be leftovers if you are just on, bring like one or two people and don't eat everything. Yeah. Um, but if you know that you're coming to one of these restaurants, like definitely starve yourself for a few hours before. Yeah. Because you are going to have so much food shoved in your face. Yeah, it was a lot of chicken. Um, the mashed potatoes were good. They reminded me of like the homemade mashed potatoes where you can tell like they've been, you know, it's not just like instant mashed yeah, potatoes, it's not you instant know. Potatoes. Um, gravy was really good and then yeah I really liked the chicken it was lightly breaded it wasn't greasy and you can choose if you want like all white or dark or like just oh, a mixture yeah did she, she didn't ask? she didn't ask but I think that they just gave us a mixture which is fine I don't mind yeah, yeah but you can choose if you want like all white okay, or that's interesting. yeah and it that. is like a mixture of like drums thighs wings yeah like, you're not just getting like you're not one. just getting like one and then, of course, you know, we have to save room. You know, for we were dessert. full, but we have to save room. And for you dessert. didn't know that we got ice cream. No, so I, I like, no, my thought process, like, while we were eating was, okay, where are we going to go after this to get some sort of, like, goodie? <laughs> <laughs> but then the waitress came up with the best news ever and was like, are you ready for dessert? Yes. So, so, um, and this is the same at Bavarian Inn. If you go to Bavarian Inn or Zenders, you get, um, a little scoop of ice cream um it is soft serve yep. so you get your choice of vanilla chocolate sherbet or twisted ice cream um yep. i chose vanilla i chose twist and then just to know i don't know if the sherbet changes at all but when we were there I don't it was think orange it does. yeah i don't think they do change it at all um because that was also the same options when i was there two years ago um okay so i got vanilla it was really good they put sprinkles on it last time ours didn't have sprinkles so i thought that was really interesting um the last time i ate at zenders they put a or maybe it was bavarian in they put like a little um, ice skating figurine plastic thing in there. Oh, seriously, so that was kind of cute. cute. Yeah, so I think they maybe try to like switch it up and put like cool stuff on it. Um, okay. It was good. It was good soft serve. Okay. Like it was okay. a nice. It, they don't give you like a ton of it, but it's like a nice little way to top off the meal. Okay. Yeah. Right. And I ate all of my ice cream. I do want to spurt out some quick like fun facts about the Bavarian Inn. I know okay. we're talking about Zenders. Yeah. I couldn't find any like 
super intriguing fun facts online, but I did find some about the Bavarian Inn, and since they're owned by the same, well, not the same corporations anymore, but they yeah. were originally owned by the same family, we're just going to go over this just a little bit. So, Bavarian Inn serves 750,000 pounds of golden brown chicken a year, which Yum. is approximately 205,000 uh, chickens. So, that's just kind of crazy, I think. Um, there's a bunch of other facts, too, online about, like, um, 37,400 pounds of butter they serve annually, uh, 54,000 pounds of cottage cheese, which I think is crazy. And then... Also, like, going along with, like, their drinks, they have 85,334 mixed drinks that are approximately served a year and 2,652 half barrels of beer, which I thought was kind of interesting. I did see at Zenders, we didn't get it, but I did see they do do beer flights, Mm -hmm. um, which I thought was pretty cool. I wasn't really in the mood for beer that night, but they do do that, so I thought that was kind of cool. I don't know if um, Bavarian and... I'm assuming they probably also have a similar yeah like, probably flight, yeah but you can get uh, mixed drinks as well so you don't just have to have um, you know the Pepsi products right so. yeah so yeah that was our experience of dinner at Zenders um, it would have been a little bit different in Bavarian and it is a more German themed restaurant but yeah would you would you go back yeah actually I think I'm gonna um, take Cameron there because yeah. like like I said I haven't been to Frankenmuth in a long time I know we just went to eat I think it'd be kind of fun to go back to Brown right you can make like a, one time Josh and I went and we spent like a whole weekend there like we got a hotel for like one or two nights um, and when like I think one night we ate at Zenders maybe the other night we ate at Bavarian um, we walked around, we did the shops, we went to, I mean, you can really make it a weekend. Yeah, I don't know if we'll go for a whole weekend. We don't live, I mean, You're right, right it now, is kind of, like, farther away. Yeah, we only live, like, an hour and a half, um, from there. So, I'm thinking, yeah, like, one day we'll just do, like, you know, a Saturday or something like that. But I would go back. I think it's really cool. I think, uh, definitely for the price, I guess we didn't mention that, uh, for the price that you pay. It was, like, $28 a person. Yeah, which... For all you can I eat. mean, and it's different for kids, too. So, yeah. if you have kids, you know, you... It'll well, and we just got water, too. So, if we were to get, like, drinks or something, that Yeah, would but be really, our bill was, like, 60 bucks for the two of us. And it wasn't yeah. bad. Yeah. I mean, so. if you think about it, especially with, like, rising prices at restaurants, like, if Josh and I go out to dinner, like, we're definitely going to spend, like, 40, 50 bucks between two meals. Yeah, same. I mean, for what you get at this place, it's kind of... It's kind of worth it, like... Yeah, I would like to go down to the bakery next time mm-hmm. and just see that. Uh, yeah. That would have been cool. But I think next time I am going to try the Bavarian Inn since I've already had, like... It's Enders. Yep. Yeah, and then if, like, I like one over the other, then, you know, I'll just go back to that. I'll just go back to that. But, yeah. Yeah, so like I said, if you're interested in going, definitely book ahead. Um, their busiest time is around, you know, Thanksgiving, Christmas time. They have a snow fest in January, so they're even busy in January. Um, they do have an ice skating rink, like we said, the horse yeah. um, carriage rides, which you can actually do all year round. So You can, yeah. So, I mean, I, I think I've never been to Browners, like, in the summer. I've been in the spring. Or not Browners, but just Frankenmuth in general. I think it'd be interesting to go more over the summer and be able to, like, walk outside and enjoy yeah. the outside. Because literally every time I've pretty much ever been... It's been cold. Yeah. So I'm, like, running in between the stores to stay warm, or I don't really want to walk around, and I think it'd be different to go in the summer to kind of enjoy. I mean, it, it is a beautiful place. Like, the Cass River is really beautiful. Yeah. Um, when I went to um, Browner's the first time, it was during the day. So it wasn't as cool, like, at mm-hmm. night, seeing everything lit up. So when we went this past time, you know, it gets dark at, like, 2 o'clock. So... <laughs> We get to Frankenmuth, and it was actually really cool because, like, the welcome sign was all lit up, and 
when you first drive into Frankenmuth, like, it is kind of in the middle of nowhere, mm -hmm. so it's pitch black, so, like, that sign just really lights up. Yeah. And then when you get in, you see all these Christmas lights, and I'm like, wow, I don't remember Frankenmuth being like this. So I would definitely say if you do go, make sure you're there sometime when it's dark because yeah. you really do feel like you're in like a Christmas town and mm -hmm. I feel like you could still have that even without snow in the summertime. So right. like you said, you'd be able to walk around a little bit. Yeah. All right, well, that was our episode this time. Um, this episode will be released December 1st. So if you celebrate any holiday, happy holidays. And we will be back in 2022. Yeah, coming in for a landing. Thanks, See guys. Bye.